just a quick announcement, folks. If you've been listening to Barbarian in the Valley, we are so grateful, and we hope that you are getting both our incoherency and our coherency. But moving forward, we are now breaking the two hours up every week into two separate podcasts. The first hour will remain Barbarian in the Valley. It will remain Odd Radio Theater. And the second hour will now be called The Free Associates. And that's our discussion-based talk show, essentially. So we hope you'll subscribe to both, but we felt that they were different enough that they should be in different feeds. So we're going to start that transition in the next couple weeks. So in about two or three weeks, the Free Associate episodes will no longer be in the Barbarian in the Valley feed, but there will be a separate podcast available everywhere called the Free Associates. We hope you continue to enjoy it, and thank you so much for your ears. This is WMUA Amherst, and you are listening to... Barbarian in the Valley. You attend a new spot here on WMUA Amherst every Saturday. I am the BIQ. I'm the Barbarian in question, and you, well, hello, how you doing? You must be my Barbarian Ken, and how do I know that? Because you're listening. Now, on this sleeping, slumbering campus of UMass, with 40 or 50,000 heads on the pillow, Friday night being what it is, I'm coming through you to your radio, but I'm telling you, it's time to wake up. 10 o'clock is respectable. Pancakes are waiting. Drenched in syrup, butter, and coffee. You had your fun. Now it's time to get up. And you can join us while you eat your fill at Johnny Rockets or wherever else it is. That's right. Because we're on the mountaintop, folks, and we're looking across the valley... And we're going to have to descend down into it. And as uncomfortably cozy as that is, as just as lush and offensive as it can be, we have to cross it. Because we have to meet our other kin on the other side of the valley, that big mountain in the distance. We've got to get on top of it. So you've got to follow me. Now, every week, you know we have a theme. That's right. And this week's theme is... Whoops... Yeah, that's right. This week's theme is whoops. What? No, it's not what. It's whoops. It's whoops. That's right. Whoops. And every imaginable form of whoops. That's what this week is. So, that being said, I'm going to ensure there's just no mistakes this time. Let's go. Follow me down into the valley. We gotta go the show. Sammy Easton had a, uh, had a son, a ne'er-do-well son named Joey Easton. Now see, I'm naming people here that I'm sure Joey Easton's probably still alive, might be still alive. He's a really good-looking Italian boy. Um, I remember he didn't have two brain cells to rub together, though. He was just, he was just a pretty boy. And he and Sammy, he never worked 
for Sammy or anything else. You know, he was really kind of a mama's boy. And Sammy Easton, Sammy Easton was, I thought at the time, an old man. You know, my guess is, is that he's probably in his 40s, maybe in his 50s. But his wife was a beautiful woman. And I think his wife was quite a bit younger than him. And she's a beautiful woman, but boy, they fought just terrible. But anyways, the last chapter in the story is, is that much later in our life, I don't know when this was, my brother died in 2002. So my brother uh, and, and my parents, my, my parents finally made, a, made some money and got some money. And they were really trying to help my brother out of his troubles. And my brother at this point had married and had four kids, I think, or at least by the time he died, he had four kids. But what happened was is that my dad, and this is just this is just one of the most knucklehead things, my father, who was otherwise a fairly sensible guy, my father decided that he wanted to buy my brother, who was a drug addict and an alcoholic, he wanted to buy my brother an airplane, and that my brother was somehow going to become a commercial pilot. And my dad did buy my brother an airplane. Lo and behold, he bought him an airplane. And my brother did all kinds of crazy stuff with that. He, he, he lost his uh, pilot's license regularly for buzzing his house. He drove his children, he flew his children around when he was drinking. And uh, one time he flew, he flew his children somewhere and they landed at an airport and they went into the cafeteria there and my brother had some drinks and stuff like that, but he'd left something on in the plane so that when they got back out, the battery was dead in the plane and he went up there and he did the old-fashioned thing where he turns the prop but he didn't get out of the way enough and the prop came down and hit him in the arm and broke his arm and he couldn't fly the plane home. But anyways, all of this is to say that my brother, I mean, who, there was never a person in the world who had less business owning an airplane than my brother and my brother owned an airplane and the last chapter in the Sammy Easton story is is that my brother brother was playing cards with Sammy Easton's son Joey and my brother lost that airplane in a card game. See, Joey Easton got my brother's airplane and I guess he probably sold it to
explain this, but um, I, uh, I was walking on the dam, and I'm pretty sure I broke it. I, I was treating it like a bridge. I was just trying to get across, and then I, I got across, and I heard this cracking sound, and I looked back, and water was coming out the top, and there was this crack forming, and and I ran, but I I could hear the water rushing down. I I just wanted to call. I, yeah, I think that you guys need to leave now. You gotta leave the valley. I'm sorry. You gotta do it fast. It's all this water is gonna come rushing down. I'm gonna be to blame. I know I should never have been on it. This thoughtless, careless. Oh. I'm at UMass, right? I'm at the radio station. And, like, I found this room. I'm in this room, and huh? it's, like, in the back of the station, and there was all these bumper stickers on this. But now, like, I kind of, like, probably shouldn't have done this, but, like, tried to open the lock. It was, like, a, just like a, you know, like a, like a bike lock almost on it. I got it open because I had that little extra time over here. And now uh-huh. I'm in this room. The room is huge. It's, like, really big. 
It's like long and rectangular, and there's all these switches on the walls. What? Yeah, there's like, there's like gotta be like 200 of these switches, like, and there's like, they're kind of like red, and they have all these town names next to them. So, <laughs> yeah, like, no, I'm serious, it's like, you know, I can, like, I'm over here, and they're alphabetical, so like, I'm in the ends right now, and like, there's Northampton, and then, like, also, like, the Hull, do you know a town named Hull? H-U-L-L? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's so like a Hull. That is a town, right? Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, I'm true. like, and that's what I'm saying, and so like, I don't know what, what this room is, but these lights are kind of like, you know, no, 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 I'm serious, there's, and these like switches that, that you know, they kind of like, like, like they have the red light on them. Like they're these switches that have like LCDs in them, and like, uh-huh. and they're all red right now. And I'm just wondering, you know, I'm at the Northampton switch. I'm just wondering if I should like pull it and just see what happens. Like I don't know. No, no, I don't think you're going to mess with that. Why? I mean, what is it going to do? I mean, it's probably something. I don't know what that is, but it doesn't sound like the kind of thing you should mess with. But well, hold on, just give me a second here. Like, what's the, I don't, you know, obviously Northampton's not going to go into sinkhole. Just give me a second. Just, like, really, are you out on your porch? Yeah. You're yeah, on your porch now? Okay, I'm just going to do it for, like, yeah. two seconds, okay? All right, hold okay. on. Oh. What? Dude. What? Dude, my lights just went out. Is it your lights, or is it, like, the whole tank? Is it, like, your neighbor's? Is it just your house? Yeah, it's my whole my whole house. I don't see anything. I think I mean my neighbor. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, like look down the street for a second. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Street lights. Oh my god, dude! There's nothing. All right, hold on. I'm I'm putting it back. I'm putting it back on. Is it back? Yeah. For real? Oh my god, dude! Dude, (laughs) my god, this is amazing. This is like no, 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 no. I'm not going anywhere. Hold on. Like in there, man. Why? Like this. Look, I gotta tell you. There's like a. Listen, just relax for a second. All right. Like. No one's gonna. No one's gonna. Come on. There's this, and I didn't tell you, but there's this like big switch off to the right. You know, like one of these, like, breaker switches, like metal? Uh-huh. And it says Eastern Seaboard on it. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 but you, come on. Like, listen. You gotta get it. This is not... Why? I don't think you should be in this room, man. How many times do you get in a room like this? And you want me to go out already? I, I mean... I've never been in a room like that. I don't think... Exactly. That's my point. But that's my point. Like, I'm in this room, and you're telling me to get out? I don't get the problem. I mean... No, this cannot just, be legal. You broke a bike lock to get in there? Uh, come on. Yeah, it's a bike lock. It was like a chain. I mean, come on. It couldn't be that big a deal. Yeah, is it oh, legal? Man, I don't you know. you got to get out of there. All right, just hear me out for a second. Just hear me out for a second. We have, we have a chance right now, you and I, to make history, you know, briefly, okay? Like, oh, no. we, we can alter history. All, listen, I'm not going to go crazy, all right? First of all, the only the only reason I'm going to leave this room is so I can figure out how I can monetize this. Okay, that's the only reason I'm going. Like I'm not going, but if I were to go, it's I'm going to definitely come back. But just hear me out for a second. 
No, no. I, I, just, I, no, 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 no. I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, no, no. I don't want to be involved in this. This is not a good idea. No, 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 no. Just give me one pitch. We have the chance to make history. I pull the eastern seaboard switch. I'm just talking for a minute. Oh, man. We, right now, I could change history. Just for one minute, we shut down the eastern seaboard. What would happen? And you're they telling me... find you. Whatever they are going to find me. What are they going to say? I'm a DJ at a college radio station. Then why did they put this room here? Like, I was just confused. I was lost. It was dark. I pulled the switch. If they have a room this powerful, yeah. they could do this. Why would they... Why would they... Why would they lock it with a bike lock? That's my question to you. I don't... The bike lock, I don't get, but... They are keeping track of this. Listen, I think it's cameras, worth it. I think it's worth it. There's got to be cameras. Yeah, there's got to be cameras. Like, no, it's worth it. This it's is worth not it. legal, man. This it's not, not legal, legal, but it's worth it. I don't care what they do to me, man. I have the chance to change history. I'm yanking it. I'm, I get, I'm putting my hand on it right now. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. It's done. Thousands of people won't forget the night they spent trying to sleep or just stay safe jammed onto the sidewalk outside Penn Station and on the steps of the General Post Office. They're praying for the first train home. Forget about coming into the city unless it's absolutely necessary. Buses are running, but they're not worth running for. There are no trains to connect with. And the buses that do run will be crawling through traffic. Walking this morning remains the main mode of transportation. The LIRR and Metro North are not running. And the subway system is in total disarray. There is no subway service. The trains that ground to a halt yesterday afternoon remain stranded in tunnels citywide. The transit authority said it will need six to eight hours to straighten out the signals and switching system once power is fully restored. Looters took to the streets in some neighborhoods overnight and after more than eight hours of darkness, America's largest police force was stretched to the limit. Across the city, New Yorkers abandoned their sweltering apartments and partied into the night on street corners and neighborhood bars. It began at 4.10 Thursday afternoon, a chain reaction power failure that swept the Northeast. Office workers poured into the streets, traffic lights went out, and gridlock gripped Manhattan. How would you describe traffic in the city right now? Chaos. Complete chaos. Subways stopped dead in their tracks and thousands were stranded underground. They inched their way along the walls, staggering blindly through the tunnels in total darkness. They relied on pen lights, lighters, even the light from our TV camera. At one point, the FAA suspended air traffic into and out of New York City. But the 911 system held up under enormous strain. And so did New Yorkers. People like Pamela Vitale, who joined her neighbors in Tribeca, directing traffic. Do you, do you know anything about directing traffic? No, it's just, just trying to help the neighborhood because it's just a little too chaotic here and people are crazy, they don't pay attention to anything. So we're just trying to do our bit. At the beginning I had no idea how to walk from Queens to the city, but people have been very helpful. I mean, point their fingers almost writing down the map for me. Think you have subway problems? This guy's from the far end of Queens trying to visit his sick mother in Manhattan. She suffered an aneurysm and 
and I had to be there for her. Subway cars are stuck all over the city. We found this one in a tunnel. This one is over Queens Boulevard. Welcome to day two. No subways for the evening rush. They told me I was supposed to get the number 19 bus and there's no bus. So I walk on the tribal to Hunter's Point. It's outrageous. Well, how's this for outrageous? About this time yesterday, passengers were being rescued off of trains walking across the tracks. All right, take this in. 96th and Broadway. This is a hub. It's a weekday around 11 a.m. Not a soul down here. Now, conductors just sit with the whole system down. There's not much to do. How long have you been waiting to move your train? 22 hours. You've been on the job? Yeah. Getting the subways running takes more than just the power coming on. Right now, parts of the system have power, but to restore service, everything must be back. Every inch of track electrified. Even then, New York City Transit says it'll take at least six more hours to check switches and move trains. No big whoop! Yeah, you get over it. Yeah, you it learn to walk. Necessary. Our ranch was burned four times from the locals. Our hotel was bombed. People had come to kidnap Bhagwan and children in our community. Protection was necessary and the local government was not ready to assist us. They had nothing to say. We were 19 miles away from the nearest neighbor. I was given the job of protecting Bhagwan. I was given the job of protecting his commune and his teachings. Everybody wanted my position. When I became Bhagwan's secretary, when he chose me, every one of us was somewhere jealous of me. People have accused me, and this gentleman has been asking me the whole afternoon, but you must have done something wrong for these people to accuse you of it. Everything I did, the building of the city, taking care of his people, taking care of him, was all labor of love. There are many things were said after I left. So I would request and tell people who accuse me, you are most welcome to accuse me, my shoulders are big. For 35 years I lived this reality. If you stop accusing me, I won't sleep well at night. My shoulder will be unburdened. But think, think for yourself. I sit here in front of you, I look at you in your eyes. You're looking at in my eyes. You decide for yourself. Don't believe what people say. I was charged of heinous crimes. I was charged and locked up in a prison for four and a half years, of which 39 months I served my full term. 
Now, I request all of you good people and you too, <laughs> leave me alone. All right, folks, we are rising up now. Turn around and behold the basin of the Connecticut Valley. So peaceful it sits. So little damage we did. We were but tourists traversing the basin. And now we are on the other side. We have survived. They have survived. Everyone is all right. Everyone's fine. Don't be so worried about it. Now, up here, the air is so thin, and yet our thinking is so clear. Or perhaps our thinking isn't clear, but we think it's clear. That might be due to the thin air. And the water is scarce. Agreed. But the view, it's just so remarkable. You can't get it anywhere else. And we live for the view, don't we? Now the hour of incoherency, it really is coming to an end. But there is a second hour, my friends, and it is based around discussion. And it is based around clear vision. And things get talked about. Not decided, but talked about. Kicked around. Freely associated. Associating freely. Because it's the free associates coming up. And I would like it if you could possibly wake up and stay tuned. <laughs> 